Boston College football has a huge matchup this weekend against Georgia Tech. On the line is bowl eligibility. Can Boston College get their sixth win? We're going to talk all about the Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets on today's Locked On Boston College. You are Locked On Boston College, your daily podcast on the Boston College Eagles, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This is Locked On Boston College. Thank you all for listening. This is our giant Georgia Tech preview. Tomorrow's show, we will give you previews and predictions on the game. But we're going to dive in today and talk about the Yellow Jackets. A team that Boston College played last season, and then they hadn't played them since 2016 when they played in Dublin, Ireland, a game, if you remember correctly, was one of those mind-numbingly bad Steve Adazio losses. There's countless ones. That was one of them. Uh, And then they played them last in Atlanta in 2012. I can't even remember the last time they played in Boston or Chestnut Hill. It was in 2008, actually. Thank you, Internet. When Jeff Jagosinski's team lost to Paul Johnson's Georgia Tech triple option, 1916 in Chestnut Hill. I don't even remember this game. That was that that memorable, but they they played back then. Now, Georgia Tech, they have a 7-3 to um, lead in the series. They obviously have the one-game losing streak, but had won three out of the last four before that. So they are a team that has a historic advantage over Boston College. But I look at this team. And if you've listened to my podcast, if you've listened to Locked on ACC, which I, I highly recommend, um, you need to hear my thoughts on Jeff Collins. At the beginning of this year, I thought that the Yellow Jackets were going to be one of the best teams in the ACC, or a team actually that I thought would take a step in the next direction. They had Jeff Sims, a nice mobile quarterback, and Jameer Gibbs, who I thought heading into this season would be the best running back in the ACC. And right now... They are three and six, and this is a team that is on the verge of not making a bowl game. You know, they—they're they're definitely, I should say, they're not on the verge. They are definitely not going to make a bowl game because even if they get past Boston College, they have a tough end of their year. They play Boston College, Notre Dame, and Georgia. Good luck with that, Yellow Jackets, because that looks to me. I mean, I, I'll give you my predictions, and finally, I'll give you some BC love after this uh, on Friday. But there ain't no way this Yellow Jacket team is beating uh, Georgia or Notre Dame. They're just too good. Now, when you look at the statistics, Georgia Georgia Tech has had some pretty uh, you know good games so far. They they were right there with Miami. Uh, they held their own against Virginia, and they beat they beat the pants off UNC. But when you look at the schedule and when it kind of came, it came early in the year. UNC hadn't found their legs yet. As, as if you've been following the, the Tar Heels, they've kind of come on a little bit near the end. But, you know, when you beat the uh, the, the the Tar Heels 45-22, that should open some eyes. Uh, but when you look at what the defense has done for, for Georgia Tech, there's some major issues on this team. And I think this is where Boston College is going to find some success because Georgia Tech has the 111th total defense in the country. They allow over 442 yards uh, total. They let up 267 yards in the air. And that's going to be a major problem against Boston College. Now, if this was Boston College with Dennis Grissel or Emmett Moorhead, you'd be like, oh, well, hey, Boston College is going to struggle in this game because, you know, the, neither of those guys are probably going to move the ball. But 
you saw Djokovic was back. Now, Djokovic has a full weekend of, of, of practice in with him. He's got a chance to continue to grow in this offense and get his arm and his wrist back into it. When you play a defense, the 111th total and 110th against the pass. And when a team that seems to be going in the wrong direction, I know they had a good game against Miami last weekend. They only lost by three, but they just seem like a team that if they punch them in the face, they're going to be in some problem. They're going to have some problems. So I think looking at this offense that Boston college has against Georgia tech's defense that has just, I mean, you look at what they've done in some of these games. They let up for um, they let up for, uh, excuse me, 40 points to Virginia, 33 to Miami, 52 to, to Pitt. They've had some big games where they've struggled and their wins are against teams other than UNC that aren't all that good. They beat Kennesaw state and Duke and they barely beat Duke. Duke is not a good bat- football team. They're a basketball school. They're not a football team. Um, so, you know, I don't know if this is the year Jeff Collins, you know, gets the hook. He's only won like 26% of his games. We're talking about this on Locked on ACC the other day. Um, but, you know, I don't know if the, you know, he had a, a big tall task when he got there. You you had to take the shoes of Paul Johnson, a guy who put Georgia Tech back on the map. They've had, they had some great seasons, you know, with, uh, you know, some of those those teams. I believe they made an ACC championship. They, they did some things. But... It's been three years now, and they're just not showing the right direction. So, will this be the end? I mean, if they end up three and nine, you know, after going um, three and seven last year, and then in 2019 going three and nine, that's not showing any improvement. The defense is going backwards. I've seen Georgia Tech fans following that. The offense has been, you know, it hasn't been there yet. They just have not been able to do it. So this could be a big game for Boston College. I think the Eagles match up really well with the with the Yellow Jackets and with BC having that momentum of Phil Dracovic coming back, with that momentum of this offense finally like, oh man, we got everything back. I like where BC stands. And I think BC's defense could do enough against Georgia Tech because BC beat the pants off of Georgia Tech last year. And I see Georgia Tech as the same team as they were last year, but with a worse defense while BC has a better defense. So I think BC's in better shape to, to win this game. And well, I'll give you my official prediction on Friday, but that's my thoughts on some of the Georgia Tech uh, defense. Uh, when we come back, I'm going to talk about their offense, which is more exciting, and I need to give them credit because they are a, a, a unit that could cause some problems. But I want to tell you, this episode is brought to you by McDonald's. McDonald's is proudly serving communities since 1965. They have been always been more than just a place to get tasty, affordable food. It's an unofficial community center. Big thank you to our friends at McDonald's for always being there. I'm loving it. Now, I've told you before, at the Black Household, we love going to McDonald's for my son, who loves the Happy Meals. And I remember as a kid getting Happy Meals myself. One of my favorite things was to get those, you know, the cheeseburger and the, and the special toy. And he loves the same thing. They had some great ones recently uh, that he just like he just loves. But for me, right now, my favorite thing at McDonald's: sausage egg McMuffin. It's my it's my pleasure. Like if I'm on a road trip, get me a sausage egg McMuffin and a large hot coffee. You can't beat it. It's McDonald's. It's win or lose. It's a place where teammates, competitors, the home team, or the away team can come to recharge. It's where I go to recharge if I need it on my road trips. Now, when you head on over to McDonald's, check out their reliable Wi-Fi, clean stores. It's a place to go with your family, friends, or whoever else is hungry and wants some fries or flurries. Make sure to head on over to McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. 
I'm loving it. This is Locked On Boston College, AJ Black. We are previewing the Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets, and I have to laugh. Um, and, you know, some of you have reached out on certain weeks where you're like, oh, AJ, why don't you have a guest on to talk about this team? And I had Matt on, uh, Matt McCavick for uh, Syracuse. I mean, for Louisville, I struggled to find the Syracuse guys. We just we messed up timing. Last weekend, I talked to Candace Cooper, who does Locked on ACC. Didn't want to ask her again, give you guys a new face. But I'm telling you, finding a Georgia Tech journalist who is not associated with the system, like I can't ask the SB Nation guys because they're associated with BC Interruption. You know, the rival guys, they're all part of a crew, the 247, the athletic. It's hard. It was. This is going to be the hardest fan base or, or or writing group to find, and we don't have one for SI or Locked On. So I was like, ah man. But I I, I feel like I can give you a good uh, feel for what Georgia Tech does and what they don't do. When you're looking at their offense, the the challenge that Boston College is going to face is is has to you it, it begins and ends with Jameer Gibbs. As I said earlier, he was my pick to be one of the best running backs in the ACC, and he's done it so far. You know, he's rushed, you know, 110 times for 591 yards. It's over a five-yard average, but only three touchdowns. He's not a um, he's not a touchdown vulture for, like some running backs are, but he's quick. If you remember him playing against Boston College last year, he's that type of wide, uh, running back in years past, especially last year, where he gets that outside against a team like Boston College, and boom, he's off to the races. So he is someone that you're going to have to watch because next to him, is Jeff Sims, who also is a mobile quarterback and can move the ball with his legs. Now, last year, Boston College forced three, I think it was three turnovers against Georgia Tech, which ended up dooming the, the Yellow Jackets. And a lot of it was they got in Sims' face. They were able to get kind of keep him off his mark and, and really make him uncomfortable. They yanked him, I think, in the third quarter. They need to do that again because Sims is not a quarterback that can, I, I feel, He's not a quarterback that handles pressure very well, and I think he's a quarterback that if you rattle him, it, you know you can you can completely take him out of the game. And I think BC needs to do that. Now I worry, I always worry when I look at Boston College playing a team like Georgia Tech, that this is the kind of setup we've seen them burn BC over and over again. We have a mobile quarterback and a really good running back. We saw it with Syracuse. We saw it with Louisville. This is a game where what you're you know, if this was Dennis Grossell or Emmett Moorhead and that offense wasn't clicking, I'd be worried because you just know that the, the, if the defense has to stay out there, they're going to get worn down against a Jeff Sims and a Jameer Gibbs. And that's when those like, explosives happen and you get those you know breakdowns in the third quarter. However, as I've said over and over again, the offense supports the defense. When you have Phil Dracovic out there against a bad defense – that's going to keep BC's defense off the field. And I, I have this suspicion that Jerkovic will be able to, to manufacture some big drives that will keep the defense fresh. And if the defense is fresh, we saw what they did last week. They're able to do things. They're not going to get beat up. They're not going to have lazy arm tackles. They're not going to get tired. And that's going to be a major asset for this defense because I think this, this Georgia Tech team is beatable. And one of the things that they can't do that I, I think that puts BC in a good spot is they can't throw the ball deep. Now they get that, you know, they're going to do a lot of dump offs to Jameer Gibbs. You get the ball. I mean, he's a, he is a 
a weapon and you want to get the ball in his hands any chance you get. And that's what Georgia Tech does. I think he has like 32 carries. I mean, catches, excuse me. He's he's the leader on the team in uh, pass receptions. So they're going to do a lot of that. But I feel like this is an offensive scheme that really falls right into where Halfley can stop things. And I think Boston College is in good shape against this offense. But I don't want to sleep on them because this offense can do some things. So it might be more of a track meet in this game. You might see the defense make some mistakes. But there's also the possibility that BC's defense, who ranks you know in the top 20 in a lot of categories, and they're a top 30 overall defense, that they could just go down there and shut this team down. I'm not sure what will happen. I think a lot of it will have to do with how the team plays. If Vinny De Palma has to start, it doesn't sound like I- Isaiah Graham Mobley is going to play. Um, you know, I-, I think this this game is a perfect matchup for Boston College, and I expect them to win. I mean. You know, I'm not being a homer here. I mean, I picked BC to lose to Syracuse. I picked him to lose to Louisville. I had them losing to Virginia Tech until I heard Jakovic was coming back. So I'm not a, a honk that's just going to pick BC. I just think they're a better team right now, and I think they're going to win this game. Now, in our final segment, I'm going to go over some of the news items because there's a ton of news that's going around in call, uh, BC sports, and you're going to want to get caught up on recruiting news and women's uh, sports going on 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 campus i have to talk about hockey because i forgot about them and there's lots more check that out we'll be talking everything that you need to know speaking of what you need to know about you need to know about betonline.ag they're back and better than ever with a new web interface for the start of the basketball season and more props odds and lines than ever before bet online remains your number one spot for the basketball and football action this season I've given you some of my my picks. I, I told you I picked BC basketball to do the under. Nailed that. My pick, I think, for this weekend is BC. If it's a two-point spread, give me BC in this game because I think they're going to probably cover by that by easy. But I'm not a betting guy, so don't take my picks, but that's where I'm thinking for this weekend. And you can, you can get in on the action over on Bet Online. Head over to their new updated desktop or mobile site to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use promo code Locked On to receive that bonus. From basketball, football, baseball, postseason, NHL, boxing, and UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 21 season. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. Again, the website is so easy to use. You just put in what you want to find. Boom, boom, boom. You can, you can find everything you want on bet online bet online where the game starts this is locked on boston college aj black here thank you all for all of those out there that have made locked on boston college your first listen every morning if this is part of your daily routine i want to thank you and if you're enjoying this I'd love it if you made it part of your daily routine. Maybe in the morning, if you're taking a 25-minute commute, Locked On Boston College is never more than 30 minutes. Eh, sometimes I cheat. It's a little bit more, but I usually try to keep it under 30 minutes. So you can listen to a whole episode, get all your Boston College news, and be the most uh, knowledgeable person in your office when you get to work. Check it out. Make sure you subscribe to Locked On Boston College wherever you get your podcast. Now, this is our new segment. I used to do this at the first thing, but I like to put it at the end. It gives you some good nuggets from going around uh, college football, college basketball, recruiting, women's sports, whatever. Whatever news I want to give you, uh, this is where I'm going to put it. And we do them a couple times a week. So news, first off, uh, you know, we're talking recruiting. First of all, let's talk football recruiting. I know that's a big one. Jonel Aguero is a name that a lot of Boston College fans are aware of. He's a five-star cornerback out of St. John's Prep who transferred to IMG Academy before this season and has a offer list 
a mile long. You know, er, he recently released his top 10, which include like Alabama, Georgia, you name it, like the Florida Gators, Ohio State, all these blue bloods. And then at the end was Boston College. He's a cornerback. Uh, you know, maybe, I don't know, you know, maybe just he had some uh, hometown love. But, you know, the thought was he went down to Florida to play for a uh, factory school that's going to just churn out blue chips. And it just didn't seem like Boston College was going to have a chance. However, what just he just released some new news. He's transferring back to St. John's Prep. He cited on Instagram it was due to personal reasons. So he's going back closer to home for personal reasons. I wonder if this helps his chance with Boston College. Now, he talked to John Garcia of SI All-American, part of uh, the Sports Illustrated Network, and didn't mention Boston College last time we talked. But, you know, sometimes sometimes interviewers don't ask those questions because they're just like, yeah, whatever. So it'll be interesting to see. I don't think he's going to end up at Boston College, but the fact that BC's in it, this guy's like the top 30 recruit in the country. If Boston College could get him, he would easily be in that Brian Toll level of like elite recruits that Boston College has landed. But keep your eye on it and head over to BC Bulletin. I'll have all sorts of news. I'm in the process of talking to Joe Nell to see if I can get some more de- some more intel on his uh, connection to Boston College. So you'll want to check that out. Now, going along with the recruiting news, uh, Donald Hand Jr., who apparently goes by DJ, I saw it on his announcement, officially signed his national letter of intent um, on uh, Wednesday, excuse me, and he's the four-star guard out of Virginia, a big get for Boston College, glad to see that he was able to sign on the dot, that means he's coming to Boston College. Uh, The other one that signed today, I know that it's early, so... It depends on when the players are going to sign. I saw Chaz Kelly, the other guard, Boston College landed from uh, Pennsylvania. He also signed today as well, meaning both of those recruits are coming to Boston College. And, you know, Earl Grant is going to close with a possible top 25 recruiting class. And that's exactly what he needs to get himself success here at Chestnut Hill. Speaking of Earl Grant, make sure if you have not done so already to head over to BC Men's Basketball Twitter page and watch him dance. Um, I just had to laugh watching it because I can't imagine Jim Christian or Steve Donahue dancing like he did uh, after they won on uh, BC won on uh, Tuesday. Uh, he's got some good dance moves, and the fa- the the team looked enthused watching him do that. So um, it was just good. I you know I love his energy so far on the on the sidelines. Um, again, again, it was only against Dartmouth, so those there's definitely you know with a new coach, there's going to be some peaks and valleys, but. It was a good start to the season, and I loved watching little things like that. You know, you always like seeing it with, like, Halfley and stuff, too, where they're real with their players, and I think that's what uh, we're getting with Earl Grant. Speaking of football, Pro Football Focus uh, released their top offensive lines in the country uh, in their latest um, tweet on Wednesday. And I know Boston College has been getting a lot of uh, flack for their play by a lot of the fan base. But they were ranked the number two offensive line in the country by Pro Football Focus. Now, this is a group that watches games. They they grade out all the positions, and they had BC at number two. I think they were just behind Ohio State. So, you know, BC's offensive line certainly hasn't been perfect this year. But they still are playing exceptionally well, uh, especially by the scouts. And... I still think that when the end of the day happens, you're going to see Zion Johnson in the NFL. You're going to see Alec Lindstrom in the NFL. Probably going to see Tyler Vrabel. You're going to definitely see Christian Mahogany, who uh, was, I believe, the top-rated uh, offensive lineman of the week uh, for BC. And you're going to see you're going to see some of these younger kids like Ozzy Trapillo. So BC, 
the offensive line may not do what you expect, but you're going to start seeing some accolades, especially at the next level. And finally, let's talk about women's basketball, who had their recruiting class sign on the dotted line on Wednesday as well. Now, Joanna McNamee landed four recruits in her 2022 recruiting class, highlighted by Ali Carmen, a four-star top 100 center out of Barnegat, New Jersey, Red Bank Catholic High School. I know that I think Chris Banks went there. Um, he, she's the 19th ranked position pl- player in her position. She's you know a big player, and I think Boston College got a, a real steal with Carmen, who is coming to Boston College, and then they got two Boston players, and that is. Uh, Tana Mayer from Holderness High School in Boston. She's a 5'9 guard, uh, all state, all that goodness. And then they also got Kayla Lazema, who is from Noble and Greenow, a 5'11 guard, who is also all state for her school. And then finally, Ava McGee, who's a 5'11 shooting guard from Washington, D.C. She's a four year letter winner, was named a two time D.C. all state first team. So Boston College women's basketball, they've grabbed some good ones. I, Carmen obviously is going to be the most exciting. You get, you know, all it takes in women's basketball is a good scorer or, or a good presence in the middle, and you can you can do a lot of different things. And um, I think you know women's basketball is obviously a, a sport that more people are are starting to pay attention to. So you're, you're you're rooting for them, and hopefully this year will be some good momentum for Joanna McNamee and her squad. Thank you all for listening. This is Locked On Boston College. I'm your host, AJ Black. You can follow me on Twitter at AJ Black underscore BC. You can follow Boston Locked On BC on Twitter at Locked On BC. We are found anywhere you can get your podcasts and on YouTube. If you hit that subscribe button, that makes me a happy man. Thank you all. Come back tomorrow where we're going to be talking to Eric Hofsis and we're going to give our previews and predictions for Boston College and Georgia Tech. Thank you all and have a great day. Take care and we'll see you all again soon.